0: How's that? Hi, I'm Mystical Mia, and welcome to my podcast, Elect Reality. This is season one, episode twelve. My website is southwestmystic.net for my resources and my inspirations. And if you would just like to see what I'm trying to do here, which is Get rid of one-time plastic use. It really needs to stop, and it needs to stop now. I feel like protesting in front of a grocery store is reasonable at this point, or anywhere that uses plastic bags. Please know, when you throw something away, away is the ocean. You are throwing your plastics into the ocean or other natural places that did not ask for that. You are not throwing anything away. There is no such imaginary, perfect little plastic heaven called away. It just goes somewhere else. When you recycle, you are sending a lot of your plastics to third world countries who don't know much better than to burn it, melt it, store it. There is no such thing, like I just said, there's no such thing as throwing your plastics away. Recycling, the first word in recycling is reduce. If we reduce the amounts of plastic, we will not need to reuse them. And that's the second idea of recycling, that if you are forced and you can't reduce, then you reuse you find new ideas and you reuse that item that is the second idea of recycling recycling is not just a collection bin it is reducing reusing and then recycling recycling is the third because it is the most difficult to do. It is very costly. And like I said, a lot of businesses will ship the trash away to other countries, passing off the the problem. Look at Thailand. Look it up, American trash that goes to Thailand. That's not recycling. Only 9% of plastic waste is recycled. In 2022, it's actually around 5%. When you use your single-use plastic or support products that are wrapped in single-use plastics, or you put your groceries or vegetables in plastic, this makes you part of the problem. If you used that single-use plastic for 20 years, then go ahead. But some people seem to still think, I use these bags when they go to the grocery store and have 20 bags of groceries. Hey, guess what? You could be smarter and use something that's not plastic bags. When I, I mean, I use the canvas bags or I will just spend the dollar and I will purchase like a fabric bag that they have at the checkout. And those bags fit like at least twice as much in them, aside a plastic bag. Plastic bags, you can only fill them like a third of the way and then they're gonna bottom out. Don't allow it into your life. Keep plastics, one time plastics away. It's like it's a bad addiction. It's just a terrible addiction and one person at a time, you've got to quit one person at a time. Please check out my website for sources. I'm Southwest Mystic. Today we are going to discuss the Life Path Seven. It's a really cool life path. They are known as the Seekers. One of the coolest things I learned was that when a Life Path Seven was born in ancient times, meaning before the Bible, They would automatically select that baby to be trained as a spiritual counselor. That's how profound and important it is to be born a life path seven. It takes about 30 to 35 years for a human to fully mature, aka grow up. But our minds never stop learning, and we are capable of change our entire lives, It is just that it gets tougher after you reach that maturity point. And please remember, your life path isn't the only way to understand your spirit, your zodiac, your karma, past and present life circumstances. All sorts of things kind of collide together to make you an individual So before we get into the life path seven, I want to share how important it is to keep your energy at the level that you love for yourself. And when it can seem impossible at times, that is okay. Because if in your own time you are vibing the energy that you enjoy about yourself, that is the energy that will stick most with you in the afterlife. So you literally are creating your own heaven and hell for your afterlife with how you treat yourself this life. That can make it a real dilemma for those with depression or other mental illness that tends to suck life from you without regard, like an invisible enemy. I do believe that mental illness is a part of our lives' challenges, It takes a lot of support when you have mental illness. It takes a lot of love from those around you. And it really does take other people's energy to help you through those down times, if you have depression or mental illness, because it's a little bit more difficult to vibe positively when you have those challenges kind of built into you, or you had circumstances that happened that kind of built in this mental, uh, not a problem, so much as a, a different type of outlook. It's like having that dark angel and that light angel on each shoulder, Um, Mental illness is like that dark angel kind of like gets really big sometimes and that light angel just kind of stays the same. So you have to like mentally work on making sure that that light angel gets as big so that that dark one doesn't overcome it. When you are vibing at a low and you truly need some answers and help in which direction would be best to raise your energy level, like to bring down that dark angel on that shoulder, a life path seven when positively vibrating, is almost always the person you want to seek solace with. A Life Path 2 or an 11 also, but the 7 is dedicated to specifically help cater to certain needs of the Spirit. A Life Path 7, I would say, is probably the first choice when wanting someone to translate, say, a spiritual scripture or a Bible verse for you. They pride themselves on unbiased knowledge and strive for a better world when they're vibrating positively. The Life Path 7 is a sponge for knowledge. They happily spend hours alone studying or contemplating, finding comfort in building mental foundation of concrete information. A Life Path 7 is naturally genuine and honest— caring, loving, and adventurous. A positive Life Path 7 is willing to take your hand and help you with your dreams as long as they feel they are respected in return. Whatever passion or drive a Life Path 7 finds, they will pursue it with gusto. They'll read all they can, watch the videos, practice and understand what it is that they are doing then they are able to share this with others their students they are very much a seeker of knowledge their entire life a child life path 7 can seem withdrawn obsessive and repetitive very habitual at things they do well they can they can get kind of stuck in their own trend so to speak but they slowly build from that and it is slow They sometimes speak slowly, these Life Path 7 children, because their thoughts come from a very deep place. And as they mature, those thought patterns are closer to the surface of the brain, and they'll speak with more ease, larger paragraphs all at once. They're usually very insightful and smart, and they make you raise your brow like, ah, that's a smart cookie there. (laughs) When a dilemma happens, they do their best at contemplating by themselves to find their best answer. A big thing I have noticed about Life Path 7s in my life, professionally and personally, is that they create their own deadlines. They do not care if you say to be ready by 5pm. Well, they care, but they'll be ready when they're ready. At work, it may be frustrating working with a younger Life Path 7 as they tend to grab onto all of the information and learn the new ways of the job a little bit slower. They tend to take their entire lunch hour because they eat slower. They can seem kind of spacey and repetitive, but once they have everything figured out, their boss will never have to worry about their performance again life path 7 because of their intense dedication often are very patient people and in all honesty they will usually find most joy in a job that does not have a close supervisor as a life path 7 marches to the beat of their own drum <laughs> teachers counselors guides out sword, uh, out <laughs> Outdoor adventurers. These are a few of the callings that a Life Path 7 easily walks into. Dr. Jill Biden has a doctorate of education. She is a Life Path 7. Joe Biden is a Life Path 2. Not the most typical pairing, a 2 and a 7, because they are very similar in many ways. They're both intuitive, spiritual, and empathetic. Usually, the two and the seven, when put together, they can almost start to repel each other instead of attract because they're so alike. So it would be safe for me to say that Jill and Joe Biden most likely stay independent and supportive of each other. As a Life Path 7, Dr. Jill Biden has her doctorate in education, like I said, and she is actually the only first lady of the White House to still have a paying job while positioned in her role as first lady. And she teaches at community college, I believe. But this is what the Life Path 7 does, and it is what they are for. They are amazing, dedicated, knowledgeable people. There is an awesome song by this music group, The Who, and that song is called The Seeker. When you have the right mindset and you never allow your ego to take over your soul, you can accomplish anything. If you are a life path seven, I suggest you share your energy cautiously. It's critical not to let others suck energy off of you. People will, and that's not cool. When I say suck energy, I mean they affect your mood and outlook in a negative, non-thriving way. It is important for a Life Path 7 to never stop learning, never stop seeking, and teach all those good things to others. This is their soul's purpose. It's amazing. Seven is heaven, they say. There are seven wonders of the world. There are seven universal laws. Seven days in the week. Seven notes in the major and minor scales. The Bible states the seventh day is the day of rest. That's like the best day. (laughs) Seven was a great character on Stargate SG-1. If you watch that show, (laughs) you get the idea. Seven is a profound life path to have. And if you are a Life Path 7, I'm sure you know the song, The Seeker. It's a great song, and I I was inspired by it. It inspired me for writing this tonight. Um, I looked up The Who, and their starting lineup was magic. Master Numbers and Harmony. Roger Daltrey is a master builder, 22. Keith Moon, a 33. Pete Townsend, a 6, which is harmony. 33 is illumination and harmony. It's amazing. To start with the numerology of this highly successful band and to see they've lasted for decades with different members, of course, but their foundation, solid, rock, solid, (laughs) solid. A negative life path seven can seem cynical and they can have difficulty expressing themselves. They can seem condescending without meaning to simply because they do not like when they do not have the answer. Um, If a life path seven has some kind of a physical ailment, they can, it can really throw them off for a loop, and it's very important to help them um, feel mentally supported to get through the challenge of uh, recovery. Um, it is actually very simple to redirect a negative-vibing Life Path 7. Simply ask them to do something that they know how to do or ask them about something that they know about. Help them set a new goal. I had a Life Path Seven patient recently, and this person was all over the place, um, very just unorganized, disordered, wasn't getting any better, and. I was talking to this person, and I realized he was a Life Path 7, so I brought up spirituality and how he takes care of his spirit, and it turned out that he usually leads a spiritual study group, and it had been a couple of years since he had led the group, and I saw a spark in his eye, like, that's what I have been missing. It is so profound as we mature, how much we resonate with our life's path, it usually happens very naturally. For a Life Path 7, a walk in the park, time alone, and activities that re-energize their energy such as fresh air, bike rides, wind in their hair kind of feelings. One of the most respected presidents for their actions was Harry Truman, and he was a life path seven. There were five presidents total that were a life path seven, and only four presidents in the history of the United States have been assassinated. Two of those were life path seven. That was John F. Kennedy and James Garfield. The other two was uh, Abe Lincoln, who's a Life Path 5, and McKinley, who was a Life Path 1. A very famous athlete, Stephen Curry, is a Life Path 7. I bring this up because he is known as the bumblebee of athletes. His physical body should not be capable of the basketball amazingness that he's brought to the court his uh, when reading his history and learning about him because I look up the different life past sevens and like for the ones that ring a bell um, he said he wasn't when he wasn't playing he was reading about basketball learning about basketball studying basketball dedicating his entire self to basketball this is super on par with a life path seven, and a huge reason why he was so successful. The main reason. (laughs) He knew how to seek it out and to find it and to accomplish. It's amazing. Like I had mentioned at the beginning about finding your vibe, your heaven and your hell in this life, living in these bodies is like we are explorers. It is important to remember while we explore here, the face we hold the most, our attitude and behavior, is going to be the part that shines brightest of you, this life and after. Um, you can see, you've you seen billionaires that are miserable. That's because they're not positively vibing spiritually and they lack that inner peace. So when they die, if they die in that, that's the plane that they go on. They go onto a plane with all the other spirits that were not having that inner peace and that weren't positively vibing. It doesn't matter how successful somebody is. If your spirit isn't aligned can damage the whole process. You could end up back into the karmic wheel and have to try again, um, or you end up somewhere where you're not very happy with and you decide, I have to go back because I need to raise my energy level so that I can be on that other and higher plane energy level in the afterlife. There is an old saying about uh, keep giving that face and it will stick. I know you've heard it in that tone, most likely, or something similar, <laughs> and I'm sure there's a twilight zone about it, but it's very, very true. The face that you make most of the time is the face that's going to stick with you. You are listening to Elect Reality. Please check out my website, southwestmystic.net, or my YouTube at Southwest Mystic. Please stop one time use plastics. It is so important we start to radically change the habits of our nation. Truth shall set you free. And in this case, the truth and acting on that truth will set us free from the hell we are making this planet become. Global warming and climate change, animals going extinct. The whales are communicating with us. Daily about the risks to their oceans. They are the kings of the ocean, are they not? We need to be listening to the leaders in the ocean. They may not be human, but they are telling us an important message. And I think we can all understand what they're saying. I am now going to discuss a Life Path 7 that I, I have known and knew for many, many years my grandpa, my dad's dad he died last week. And he came and spoke to me after he passed. It was my grandpa's voice. It was clear. It was in detail. The stuff he said to me was kind of like Renaissance medieval times torture stuff at first. It was very strange. Um, His retirement was, he retired and it wasn't like going on cruises or big travels or special trips. He barely left his home because he had suffered a debilitating stroke and was in a vegetable state for the last eight years. I love you, Grandpa. I am so glad you are resting in peace finally. That's really the takeaway of his death. Um, What he shared with me after he passed is something I should be sharing And he asked me to share it. I also want to say I had a friend some years back, and his mom had a stroke that kept her in a wheelchair or in a bed for years and years. And he was distraught. He hated going and visiting her. He would say negative things. And now, with my grandpa dealing with all of that, I completely understand what the pain was, where he was hurting, and why it is very important to have advanced directives in place so that if something happens to you, if you want them to pull the plug, they'll pull the plug. If you don't want them to resuscitate you, if you flatline, then you have it in writing and they will not resuscitate you. Having an advanced directive is very important. And another important part about an advanced directives is that once you file it, it gets filed electronically so that anywhere you go in the country, they can pull up your advanced directives if there's an emergency. So please keep in mind that there are ways to help prevent yourself from becoming a vegetable burden on your family. And if you have a good retirement in place and no advanced directives, people could keep you alive only for your heartbeat to keep getting that money or to get their drugs, the, to get them drugs. Like, oh, he uh, has constant pain. We need to get him more pain meds. But why? why is she acting so loopy? What's going on here? That's called elder abuse. And sad situations such as that happen all of the time. I really hope that's not what the cause for what kept my grandpa alive so long after he already suffered one massive stroke was, and he was already having a hard time. But what he said to me is why I said all of that. I would like to disclose what happens when I am able to hear spirits such as my grandpa on the other side in the afterlife. I always get a hello, like a mic check one, two, and because of my history, I do not speak in return mentally or verbally. I will, though, start writing things down, or if they say, do something so I know you hear me, I will flick a light or nod my head yes. I do not focus on the voice. I allow the voice to flow through and past me. So, Because of this, I have to set up a psychic circle of protection. I bless myself and those I love. I bless my home, my job, my vehicles, my pets. I will just think of light and love, and I will close the curtain in the front of my brain, and I will only allow that voice to speak from the front so that I don't get a major drain. Otherwise, I do get physical symptoms. I get headaches and stuff. That said, I can get this protection going in about five or 10 seconds, and then I'll take some deep breaths, and I will either start writing or typing what I've already heard. And by that point, the spirit energy speaking to me has caught on, and then they will begin speaking again. I always keep my feet flat on the floor. I never cross my legs. I never cross my arms. Very open body language. I always allow only light and love. No negative speaking, negative wishes, negative connotations, no dark stuff. Otherwise, I end the session. (laughs) With that being said, here it is. Mind you, I have not heard my grandpa's healthy voice in many years. I believe it was eight years. I spoke with him after his first stroke in the hospital. I'm grateful for that time because I never saw him again, only his body. It was sad. So here's from my, my journal. <laughs> I could hear my Grandpa Duke's voice perfectly clear. He was touching the top of my head at first. I could feel like a gentle caressing tickle at the very top of my head. And I immediately thought to myself, that's my grandpa. He could see that I heard him and he immediately, because he said, hello, kiddo, or something like that. He immediately said he knew I would hear him and then began speaking very fast, but very clearly. He said he attempted to astrally project, but couldn't because he had a stroke brain and you need your brain healthy. And he said he tried to project for many years. His light energy was trapped inside his body. He said he was trying for years. He then started to explain that assisted suicide or family agreed upon euthanasia had to be had to be discussed so i don't know if it was discussed or if it should be discussed as something in this nation because he was saying it was horrible to do something like that to an incapacitated person with already a loss of power of decision making in their world he was very very um passionate in his tone He did not want to be alive in that vegetable state is very clearly the message I got. I then visioned a tan carpeted room with a small step down into an open living room, and the walls were modestly decorated, and I saw my grandpa. He was wearing white sneakers, (laughs) tan pants, No shirt, but an apron, like for baking. He was holding two little stick flags, one in each hand, like for two countries. And he was swaying back and forth, waving his flags around gently as he swayed. And I could hear music playing. I very rarely hear music playing when I'm in these states. So that was amazing. It was like a trumpet music, very old. I felt like I was in old Fashionville. I didn't disturb him. I just watched. Then I saw a racehorse. It was running right in front of me towards the west, like it was running past me towards the west. This racehorse was see-through like a hologram in front of grandpa, like between grandpa and I. And grandpa was just still enjoying his music and dancing. There was an old radio in the room that he was in it was like a big long wooden table style very antique and then he said to me when the atomic bombs were let off in nevada i wanted to be somewhere else and phoenix was what worked best what happened next was different which i'm sure for a lot of you this is all very different (laughs) He advised me to look up India with cows and how gaining weight can go unkept for so long because it creates more aura space. I then saw like a barren desert and there were, it was like a, like a big empty desert and then a huge crack developed in the ground, like a canyon opening and then something started to cover it all. At first, I thought it was like a metal sheet going over it. But then I, then I thought, well, maybe that's water and filling in the crack. And then as soon as I thought that, there was this huge, huge ship that appeared coming towards me out of the canyon. I'm not sure. But I think... These are other beings living here on earth with us in the ocean. I don't think earth is their primary residence. My grandpa then told me that at this point in time, like today, everyone's psychic senses are more aware, but teachers are needed to help navigate the future. He then said to me, do not let your mind rest. Keep your mind busy and healthy. What is really profound about my grandpa's death last week is that I've said this before how I wait for inspirations and visions to happen before I'm able to write these podcasts. Something that's I found out that is very very real with this podcast is that my grandpa lived his life here with us as a life path 7. He was an engineer with Motorola for 35 years he was in the air force he was a dedicated dedicated husband to my grandma they were married you know since since 25 years before i was born or something like <laughs> like for a very very long time and he was one of the sharpest smartest people i had ever met so very very cool to know that while i'm waiting for this inspiration I get to hear from my grandpa again, and I get to hear his voice, and he is the life path that I have been focusing on and waiting for inspiration from. So I thought I would definitely add that in about this life path seven, my grandpa. I would like to again ask you to meditate twice a day for half an hour. This is how our minds open up to our energy selves easier. The more you do this, the easier it is. You will get messages, inspirations, thoughts, or calm. You will come up with answers, or you may be able to tackle your challenges with more ease. Meditation and electing reality of what life is with this planet is a big deal at this point in history. I would like to dedicate this podcast to the kids and young adults. Please vote. It is so important that your voice is included in the direction of this nation's future. Because lies and deceit and the money game are not the way that this country is going to keep going if we want to be successful. Unless we're all game to go down with the ship. I'm not, (laughs) so I'm here speaking. And I'm also dedicating this to the whales and all of the animals and the lions as we enter into Leo season. My mom is a Leo and my son is on the cusp of a Cancer and a Leo. I was born under a Leo moon. Leos are forces to be reckoned with. Allow them to roar. It is their season check out my website, southwestmystic.net, and my YouTube for introductions and my podcast at Southwest Mystic. I am Mystical Mia. Thank you for listening. Bye.